0: Man, news moves quickly. My name is Alan Carter. On the line is Dr. Laurie Turnbull, who is Associate Professor of Political Science and the Director of the School of Public Administration at Dalhousie. Joins me each and every Thursday to talk about politics. Hey, Laurie, in my last segment I I teed up by saying, hey, we're going to talk about Patrick Brown's campaign manager leaving to uh, help Michelle Rempel-Garner possibly bid for the uh, leadership of the um, a UCP, but she's now just dropped a, about 25 minutes ago. Dropped a big decision. Have you seen this?
1: I have not, so I'm going to roll with you live on this, Alan. I'm not okay. sure what's
0: happening. Yeah, I, she's just 25 minutes ago. So the substack, a the big line. I'm just quickly going through it. The top line is she's not running, not doing it. Okay. Basically, saying there's no way that I can put together. What has already been broken in Alberta? Essentially, you've, you've seen the political infighting that took Jason Kenney down. She's essentially saying, "I don't think I'm. I don't think I can put you know, Humpty Dumpty back together again."
1: Yeah, and that's, uh, you know, a fair point, I think, for anybody. Like, for one thing, that race is getting quite crowded. There's quite a few of them who are contesting it. And obviously, whoever is going to take it on is going to have to hit the ground running against Rachel Notley in an election that's planned for next spring. And so there's really no room for margin of error here. And when you're looking at, yeah, you know, like the realities of having to put back together the Conservative Party, if that's even possible, and to try to manage some of the the damage that's been done over the past couple of years is going to be an extremely tall order. And so if people are looking at that and saying, ugh, you know, I don't think that's me right now, I completely understand that.
0: (laughs) That's an interesting development that's just happening right now. Let's turn our minds to uh, Canada today and what's coming our way, uh, planned protests in the capital. And now this news that, you know, Tory MPs are possibly welcoming convoy figures, is that a danger for the federal Conservatives?
1: Well, okay, I think a couple of... This could split a couple of ways. Like one is I think um, even when the trucker convoy came to Ottawa in the winter the messaging was in some ways quite ambiguous about what this thing stood for. Like, in some ways, some of the people were saying they want the government to be overthrown. They want to meet with Mary Simon. It was insurrectionist. They wanted to replace the government. They wanted to, you know, kind of have that specific objective be met. But I think there was a broader sense that people were there, not for those reasons, but because they took issue with the things that the government did during COVID-19. They took issues with vaccine passports, uh, mask mandates, travel restrictions, all sorts of things. And so that was kind of a more broad, you know, show up and protest because you don't like what the government's doing. And I think even since then, some of the messaging has transformed and continues to transform. And it has morphed into something different around you know, just kind of being fed up with the federal government and the federal government not being present in the sorts of things that affect Canadians on a daily basis. And so the cost of gas, the cost of food, the cost of living and the fact that the federal government isn't responding with a specific thing to try to help people in a way that's kind of, you know, obvious and direct, like a relief on gas tax, for example, I think that that's this sort of thing is channeling this kind of energy now. So if the conservatives can sort of hitch their wagon into that and say, we are part of this, you know, we're part of the take issue with Justin Trudeau and Christian Freeland's approach to things, that's, I think, probably smart for them. But if things turn nasty and if things turn violent and if there's a sense that the there's illegitimacy in what sorts of tactics the convoy is using then it becomes a liability
0: Uh, and then pierre Polyev, who said well listen i no no i haven't been meeting with uh convoy organizers or protest organizers i'll change that i'll back that up protest organizers who are planning this on uh, canada day even though those organizers said that they had met with Polyev's team but then Polyev says, "Well, I encourage people to protest anyway." So there is this sort of tactic, sort of of you know, saying, "Well, you know, protest is you know peaceful protest is the way to go." I encourage you to do so.
1: Yeah, and I'm just thinking back to the leaders' debates too, where then definitely in the English debate there was this split over candidate support for or against the truck convoy. And so I can remember Lesley Lewis accusing Polyev of not being conservative enough and being opportunist in his support for the convoy. You know, you were just sort of there because there might have been some votes, some money there for you. Whereas Jean Charette is coming out saying this was completely illegal and anybody who supports that shouldn't even be a contender for this thing. And so it will have the effect, too, of dividing the candidates in the race and putting them on the spot in terms of having to say where they are. They might not. That might not be a bad thing for them. They might welcome the opportunity to differentiate themselves at a time where this the race is not getting the kind of headlines it was because there's no debates, there's no activity, there's no nothing. So this can kind of fire up what that is. I think at this point.
0: Can we talk gas yes tax for just a second? Uh, July 1st in the province of Ontario, we see a 5.7 cent reduction for six months planned for six months. The United States, there's talk about the Biden administration doing that. What's Yeah, what's your feeling on that? I mean, you know, obviously take a big hit to, you know, the finances of the government and you can't leave it in place forever, so is it effective? Yeah,
1: so that's it. I mean, I I heard a lot of that conversation yesterday. We were probably listening to some of the same people talking about whether or not it's really going to target and have the effect that we want it to have, right? Like, is it going to actually have the kind of return that we want, given the fact that it's a much more complicated the, the, the inflation, the cost of living, the cost of oil, those things are, are sort of getting into everything. And it's not just about targeting the cost of gas. That said, it could have some psychological effect around saying, hey, look, we understand that things are really difficult right now. We understand that the price of gas is something that hits you every day especially if you if you obviously if you drive a lot if you rely on on your car to get places to go to work to things like that it's it's adding up and it's affecting your bottom line every month and so we're going to do this for you it's a way to kind of connect and say we actually understand what's happening on a daily basis but you're right it's going to be very difficult once you kind of give a break from that to then announce okay breaks over we're going to put this back on like that's going to be particularly nasty and There's no sense that we have a, a, you know, a a clear time frame for when the larger economic stresses are going to relieve themselves. And so I I think you're absolutely right. You know, trying to kind of leave that on and figure out when to take it off is going to be really tough.
0: Exactly. Because once you put it into place, then you're then you're going to face a political bounce back. "Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a relief. Yeah, exactly.
0: So, you know, six months from now, Doug Ford's going to face this. It, you know, is he going to be, you know, jacking up the price of gas by six cents a liter or will he extend it with the corresponding hit to the revenue stream? Lori, always great to talk to you. Please be well. You too. Take it easy. That's Lori Turnbull, Associate Professor of Poli Sai out there at Dalhousie, who joins me each and every Thursday.